Ladies and gentlemen, please kindly take your seats. It is time for the main debate. Hello and welcome to the Mate Debate 2.0. This week, as always, I'm joined with my magnanimous guests, Alex the Bomber Norrish. Hello. And uh, Morgan Dunn. Howdy, partner. I was really hoping you'd do like a Western-themed one there. Morgan the Gun Dunn. There we go. Howdy, partner. Uh, this week, we've got a bit of a special surprise. We've changed things up. We've changed the formula. Instead of our traditional three debates, we've now got four rounds of varying show-like capability. Um, Morgan, roll into the introduction for the first round for us. Our first round is That's the Ticket. In this round, a random word is generated for the contestants. The moderator does not know this word. It can be a person, an object, a place, or an animal. And each contestant is given a turn to give one clue to the moderator. When the moderator guesses the word, the last clue given gets the point. The, ca- t- the contestants cannot say the word, sing the word, omit the word from a sentence, or spell it out. Aside from that, it's anything goes. If you can outsmart your rival, then the moderator will give you a point. Once the word's been guessed, the contestant who won must shout out, that's the ticket. Okay, contestants, welcome to That's the, that's the Ticket. Uh, I trust you've both got that random word in front of you. Oh yeah. The word is chalk. And I believe Alex, I believe Alex, you're starting. So, uh, are the rules clear for everyone? I think so. Um, no we'll just see how this goes. <laughs> I will be the completely fair adjudicator, so if I think you've broken the rules, you will instantly lose. Just be aware of that. <laughs> Can't say the word, sing the word, I meant the word from a sentence, I'll spell it out. Okay, let's there you go. go. All right. Alex, go okay. for it. It is a multicolored substance. Uh... Is it opal? No. Are you going to guess every time? Or are you just going to wait? Yes, I get, I get one guess if I get it wrong. We just move on. Do we want a little drama every time? No, that'll get annoying. Right, Morgan, go. <laughs> uh, it is used for artistic and teaching purposes. Is it paint? Incorrect. <laughs> this is going to be you funny can. when it's so very at obvious. At some point, are we I meant to tell the it. audience know what it is at this point? I don't know. What we'll do is at the end of this, when I found out, we'll get like a little soundbite and we'll put that at the start. Right. And so the audience knows what the word is. <laughs> Leave this in. <laughs> um, you can hold it in your hand. It's multicolored. A teaching supply and it's uh play-doh Ooh. no sorry no 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 <laughs> uh it it is no longer commonly used it has been replaced it's been replaced uh, <laughs> god this must be so obvious and i'm such a dull um it's been replaced I don't know if asbestos is multicolored. <laughs> but... <laughs> um, okay, I gotta check out. I'm eventually gonna start running. Okay, uh, it's been replaced. Hold it in your hand. Easel? No. No. What's what's the thing you hold it when you put you, that you put the paints on? Uh, I've guessed wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, clearly hard. 
<laughs> well, now you've just confused him, Alex. Um, a, a paintbrush. I feel like I've gone down a, a wrong avenue here. <laughs> Sorry, Alex, a paintbrush? No. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus. Morgan. How much am I allowed to say? <laughs> How about this? No, no, as long as it's not uh, ah. breaking any of the rules. All right, so... Uh, in the uh, intro credit scene to The Simpsons, uh, Bart is using it. Oh, oh, a oh, skateboard. No, it's chalk. <laughs> oh, there you go, there you go. I am victorious. How did you feel about that, Alex? Because I can guarantee, however, however bad you feel, it's not as bad as I do right now. <laughs> I what my, is I thought my guesses, uh, my clues were very easy to understand. They were very good. How, what, how has chalk been replaced? I didn't know about this. Use whiteboard markers and, and whiteboard marker. stuff now. E oh. and shit. Come on. Okay, that confused the shit out of me. It's I'm a like, relic of a bygone a, era. <laughs> that would have been a better clue. <laughs> That's very funny. Okay. Oh my god. The next round is Would You Rather. In this game, the moderator will pick a theme for our contestants. Each contestant gets one sentence to describe the most outrageous, disgusting, insane situation they pitch to the moderator, making up two halves of a Would You Rather situation. The contestant who describes the most insane situation gets given the point. The other one walks away with their tail tucked between their legs. Let's get to it. Okay, excellent. All right. So the theme for you two fucking chuckleheads today is medical procedure. Ooh. So I would like you to come up with a scenario, chuck that over to me, and I will read them out together. Dun, 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 Oh. <laughs> that was promising. Oh my god! Alright, okay, so I'm going to read them out you guys get a chance to justify each other. Okay. So, the two scenarios are, would I rather have my butt put on the front, aka front butt, or have my toenails removed one by one? <laughs> I suppose in Alex's scenario, I have some kind of disease on my toenails that I need to get them taken off. And uh, Morgan's, I, That's right. I don't know, <laughs> I have cancer? <laughs> I need to have the butt removed and put somewhere else. Just elective plastic surgery. Elective plastic <laughs> surgery. Okay. All right. I'm going to start with uh, Morgan. Alex, you were first last time. So, Morgan, why would this be worse for me, having a front butt? Well, uh, <laughs> Alex, I don't know. Alex has seemed to. When you're when you're in, in surgery, you're under. So what? So what's really happening here is you're having minus toenails. So what we're talking about is. You're having a surgery, and what you have to live with after. <laughs> you, I can guarantee you, a front butt is way worse than not having toenails for the rest of your life. But what if I can't afford the general anaesthetic? Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure having your butt cut off and put on the front <laughs> is very, very painful. I assume also that your 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 penis would also have to be cut off and put around the back. Oh my god. Oh, I, no, I ain't no doctor, but I can assume. Why? Why was that part of it? Why can't I just have my dick through, like, come out at the bottom of my cheeks? So you, so you, when you shit and poo, it like all comes out the same. Oh, <laughs> oh no! You shit and piss. Oh. 
Does that mean my knees bend the other way? No. Oh. oh. You have to like lean over the. You have to like get in a weird position to sit over the toilet. Alex, oh. <laughs> you're in a tough position here. Morgan's describing some kind of nightmare creature that I will become. From a fucking, like, <laughs> goddamn, uh, what's his, I've become something from The Thing. <laughs> That's what I've become. <laughs> Alright, Alex, why am I having my toenails removed? One Works. by one. Uh, I did one by one. So, you'd have the effect of having repeat surgeries, one after the other after the other. So, you would have uh, ten surgeries in total. Um, it's like across a couple of weeks. Yeah, that's it. Uh, all the recovery, all the pain. Uh, you wouldn't be able to walk. Uh, oh, the medical bills. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of pain with each step. Uh, you'd never be able to wear thongs again without people pointing oh. and staring. Oh, um, no, maybe I'd only have to wear thongs because shoes would hurt my feet too much. Well, there's that too. Uh, sandals, uh, you know. People are like, oh, no. Oof. You know, what if you meet someone who has a foot fetish and then they, you know, start to look at your feet and, oh no, there's no nails there. What if they're into that? That's gross. Uh, yeah, exactly. So really, it's a disservice to you and your future partner. Uh, <laughs> think oh about all the money that you'd have to spend on 10 individual surgeries. That's 10 lots of anaesthetic in such a short time. Uh, but in Morgan's and, uh, scenario, my front... The anaesthetic doesn't work uh, too well. Oh, no. <laughs> and you wake up during the surgery uh, and they're sort of tugging at your foot because they can't get the oh, toenail so, off. So, uh, in your scenario, I'm, I'm always in pain because I've had to remove them. Yep. <laughs> and I've had to remove them over 10 weeks. So yep. it slowly gets worse, the pain. Because yep. you can do oh with one God. toenail. But sure, that, that's, that, oh. that's, that's minor pain. Yeah, but all 10... <laughs> All ten is too much. That's too much. The body heals. And, and babe, my body does heal. What if I need like but front butt and get stays like at the front. <laughs> front butt does stay at the front, but it's not like as horrific as you'll it have would to be. wear all your front pants butt. backwards. <laughs> now I think wouldn't it just be easier to sort of separate Zach at the stomach and sort of spin his top torso around? No, I that's not how this it. works. <laughs> that's not the surgery the I elected to have. <laughs> Has the same effect. Uh, oh my god. He has to learn how to front wipe. Morgan. If he farts, it goes butt. straight up into his face. Oh my god. With front butt, I do get to see if my ass looks fabulous. But if it doesn't, if it doesn't, you're stuck with it. Well, then I then I have motivation to work on it. You can't work on it though. It's in a different spot. You're not gonna glu- like squats aren't gonna help it anymore. So my glutes have been moved. Yeah. So my entire like muscle structure. I mean, my your body glutes are there, changed. but your butt isn't. Your glutes aren't connected to your butt, so your butt's my not getting worked on anymore. <laughs> so I've got front butt and back butt. No back. You've just got nothing at the back. It's just. It's just. I got nothing. No. Oh, no crack. No dragon to dragon. Oh my god. Oh. You're a freak. Okay. Man. This. Yeah, I'm a freak. But at least I can be talked to without someone looking at my disgusting toes and going, "What the fuck?" And I'm not in terrible pain. Yeah, I, I can't believe you think people are going to look at you less if you've got a front butt than if you have no toenails. <laughs> people don't have toenails. No, okay. <laughs> I, I agree. People will look at me more. But at the very least, I could be part of like a freak show. If I'm just missing my toenails, that's not freaky enough Freak shows to make don't exist anymore. PT but <laughs> The Greatest Showman was from like the, the ages ago. <laughs> the ages. The ages. <laughs> Okay, okay. I have to I have to elect a winner here. Do you guys have anything else to say in support of your scenarios? Front butt. <laughs> have to learn how to walk again. 
That's a bit drastic. <laughs> Morgan, see, so okay, Morgan has described a truly horrific creature that I would become, but Alex has described a situation where I'm just in constant pain, and I have to keep going back to get more pain. But he's just described going to the dentist on a week after week <laughs> to get a tooth removed, which people do all the time. It's not that different. Ten times. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, you your toenails removed? I do it on my own all the time. The whole and like, toenail. The more, Morgan, the, the more you say so front part, maybe... It's like, oh, look at here. The whole toenail is gone. Maybe maybe you're tricking me. What kind of doctor part, is like funner, waving it in his face? It sounds. <laughs> what have we got here? <laughs> <laughs> this is your whole toenail. Uh, and Morgan, I went back to that guy. <laughs> Nine more times. Kept waving my toenails on my face. I'm like, well, yeah. You don't have They know to. what they're doing. <laughs> it's a would you rather. Um, unfortunately, in this scenario, I think I'd rather the front butt, which is very strange to say, but the more I say front butt, the funnier front butt sounds. Well, aren't you lucky? Sorry, no, okay. I've explained that. I've explained get. that wrong. That means Alex's is the worst one. So Alex gets the point because that's not what I would oh, want. Yes. <laughs> I didn't realize you're doing the whole switcheroo there. I thought yeah, it was no. like what you. I would rather Alex. Front Alex, butt. can I get your so Alex? Would you front butt wins. or would you toenails? I'd probably front butt, but they should. Oh, yeah, really? front butt buddies. Yeah. You guys, you well, guys really gosh. need to live a week as a front butt and then realize you gosh. made the wrong decision. We can bump front butts. <laughs> we can have instead of a high five, we walk up to each other. <laughs> and like toenails aren't even that bad. Fingernails are worse. No. Like to- you guys are really over exaggerating how how important Morgan, toenails are. <laughs> I think I think there's something about your like sunny disposition that made front butt sound fun. <laughs> And I didn't. I didn't uh, I was okay, like, it's like, come on, everyone <laughs> wants one. Uh, no. <laughs> everyone wants one. Um, if you yeah. disagree, let us know uh, okay. on our Facebook page. All right, All right. spark your track. <sighs> well, that was excellent. Uh, let's go into round three. For our third round, we have Ow, that hurt. Moderator will pitch a bare bones uh, idea for a play that everyone is a character in. Contestants get each get one opportunity to describe a character that they can pitch to the moderator to be part of that play. They have three minutes to describe this character. Then they get an additional three minutes to create the most negative review for this play they can possibly think of. The moderator will then decide who gave the worst review and give the point accordingly. Let's get into it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Owl That Hurt. Uh, this time, we've got Alex starting, so we've got the pitch for the, the show, which is a gas station at the edge of the universe with attendants who are waiting for something to happen. Alex, your character first. Okay, okay. <clears throat> Let me just paint the scene here. Character name, Jack Sylvester, mid-twenties. Brown hair, scar on his face. Okay, you got it. You got this picture. Yeah, you got this picture in your head. You're not supposed to do yourself, Alex. No, no, I don't have a scar on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so Jack Sylvester is a soldier who uh, there was a nuclear blast in uh, early 2020s. Nuclear blast in the early 2020s. Instead of being incinerated by the nuclear blast, he was hurtled forward in time to this uh, period where, and he's trapped, he can't get back to his time, period. And he wants to because he's, uh, you know, he wants to get back to his time, he's got all his friends and his family, and he's slowly aging in this sort of future world, waiting for the big crunch, which is the opposite from the big bang, to generate enough (laughs) energy again. 
where send him back. to send him back in time. Okay. Send him back to the point where everyone, all his friends died in a nuclear explosion. No, no, no. He was in the nuclear explosion. It doesn't mean all his None friends of his friend. were. He doesn't None know. He doesn't know. Oh, uh, he doesn't know who's alive. Okay. Mm. Alright, and, he, and he's waiting here at the edge of the universe. I assume to be the first when the crunch starts. That's right. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> Ride that wave all the way home. Jack Sylvester. Like this man. This, this simple everyman who has no understanding of physics. That's right. <laughs> okay, Morgan. Uh, that was a lovely pitch, Alex. Thank you. Bang on the three minutes. I loved it. Um, <laughs> Morgan, your turn. Uh, uh, enter scene, Charlie Two Shoes. All right. Good old, good old Charlie Two Shoes. He's a, he's a mid-35 year old. Uh, he, he drives a space van. Uh, he uh, doesn't like the government and he wears a tinfoil hat, alright? So Charlie uh, Charlie's ancestors were flat earthers. But uh, as time gone on as time's gone on, we've we've made it to space, we've spread out. Uh, that's a that's a bygone era, but Charlie's got Charlie's got big plans. He's got he's got to uphold his ancestry. So he has uh, begun this expedition to the edge of the galaxy. He wants to prove he he wants to become the first flat spacer. He, oh, I was gonna say, he is he gonna to prove know, the universe is flat? Is there an edge? Does it end or does it go on? And this is his journey. <laughs> and he puts in. This is the this is the last gas stop. Uh, he's, so he's, he's running on empty. Okay, so he he rocks up to the and, and this is the Jack beginning Silvestri. of his story. Does it does it carry on or does he is he the first flat? Okay, fascinating. Is there anything else to slip in about Charlie Two Shoes? Has he got any dark pasts, dark histories? No, he's, he's a just pretty, going he's a pretty normal dude. Was he okay. trapped in a nuclear uh, blast? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Was no, his he's, friend he's, trapped he's in a nuclear blast? And he's been searching for, for him for thousands of years. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I like that Alex has gone for life on Mars, and Morgan, you've gone for a more hippie approach. It's good. It's good. Um, okay. Well, I hope you've been paying attention because now, Morgan, you get a chance to negatively review this play. <laughs> As harshly as he possibly with, can. With, with his Alex, character or with, with... Oh, either one. The, he's negatively reviewing the play. He doesn't even have to fucking mention any characters. Oh, so in, just be like, so this, in this play, uh, both of our characters coexist. Uh, yep. Yeah, they're yeah, both cool. in there. Okay, yeah. okay, this 100%. play works with both of our characters in there. Okay, I yep. got yep. uh, yep. Does the play yep. have a working title that I can use in my review? Um, um, uh, fill it up to infinity. Okay. Cheers. That's the best title of this. Cheers. Um, what's the what's the uh the group the theater group doing it called? Uh, I th- oh god, I'm gonna forget the name that I made up, but uh, we'll call it the Charabunga Park Players. That sounds colloquially colloquially Australian enough to me. All right. Uh, do you know what? I'll give you another couple. No, minutes. no, I'm good to go. No, no. <laughs> All right, Morgan, hit us. Hello, friends. Uh, as some of you may know, I was lucky enough last night, or unlucky enough, to uh, catch the uh, the opening night of the Charabunga Park Players version of Fill Up to Infinity Cheers. Now, uh, I have never seen such drivel in my life. Uh, <laughs> follows two main characters at the at a petrol station on the edge of the universe, so not exactly easy as an audience member to relate to. And given that it's a, a play, hard to really tell the scene. I just felt like I was in a gas station down in uh, the Ringwood Bypass area. Now, 
let's get into the characters, shall we? You have a couple of uh, these uh, inexperienced ones playing gas stations attendants. One lines here or there. Absolute terrible. Would not see again. The show focuses on two main characters, you see. One is an out-of-his-time soldier who has come here to just wait around for the big crunch. I feel like the play would do better to maybe tell his tales during that time. But instead, we've got this old grouchy guy just waiting for his life to end at the edge of the universe. Not exactly compelling. And then another character who is a hippie of sorts, something to do with flat earthers, but now he's a flat spacer, bit too political for my liking, and uh, <laughs> kind of not very believable that in a future where we have expanded to space, people like flat earthers would exist. So all in all, I rate this uh, negative two stars out of the universe, and it will not be seen ever again. <laughs> what was the star rating? Negative two. Negative out of all the billions two. in the universe. Oh, that's amazing. I love that your scale goes from five down to the negatives. <laughs> I did I do that right? That was that was pretty yeah, good. Yeah, no, you did, uh, you did. <laughs> it's bad. It's good. real bad. That's uh. pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Alright. Alex, you can be a harsh bastard. Come on, I want you to open up those little little fucking angry bits of you and just go fucking let it rip so i think you all know listeners that uh i see a lot of theater i've seen a lot of theater uh a lot of theater i've seen some good theater i've seen some bad theater i've seen some terrible theater and boy i haven't seen something this bad in a very very long time the uh cherubonga park players uh gave us something that was called uh fill it up to infinity Cheers. There was no cheer to be had in this film. Oh, no, it's a film, this uh, this play. Talk about, uh, you know, these characters just waiting around for something to happen. That was the central part of the plot. Talk about snooze fest. So if you really want to spend $35 to go fall asleep in an armchair, I think save your money and stay home. Not to mention uh, these characters didn't seem to gel together at all they just seemed very as if two people came up with them on the spot and decided that we'll just whack these in this play it had no synergy whatsoever and uh i for one would not waste my money i watched it so you don't have to zero stars (laughs) zero stars um it was pretty good that was a that was a left slinging curveball that was a lot of work you both had to do so thanks for doing the work that was good Tough one, but I think I'm going to have to give it to Morgan just because of the negative two stars. Maybe. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and I, det- I detract points for both of you for not bringing up me as a director having made some terrible decisions. <laughs> I was really looking forward to some personal burns in there that just never came. The so. director did uh, the best with what he was given. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, where did you say that you were the director? I would have changed my review that's completely that's uh, had I known. Mate, I, if, if I was one of you, I'd just assume that the person moderating was the director and just gone into them. But no, no, that uh, good, good work. All right, so... Can we just get a score check as well? I think I'm on nothing and Morgan's on three. Is that right? No, you're, on, I... you're on one. And I'm you're on two. Oh, sorry. Okay. He's on two. Sorry, so this last on one's nothing. for two points. Oh, yeah, so I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. I, so I fought very hard and I still might lose. <laughs> That's right. 100%. I might lose in the argument where I'm versing the lawyer. Like, I had all my chances. Oh, don't, don't act now all this... like, oh, I'm outgunned now. Unbelievable. Yeah, but Morgan, I'm moderating and I hate Alex. <laughs> <laughs> and also Alex okay. has, has won the least, so I should be fine. 
For our final round, we have our classic mate debate. Fight! Thanks very much for that, guys. That was some fucking impassioned work from both of you. But now let's roll into the traditional, the ever-popular, the mate debate. Okay, your prompt for this time, and I'm just going to reiterate, Morgan, you're positive, not Alex, you're negative, mm-hmm. and you, this is your one debate, one and done. Whoever wins this gets two points and is crowned the winner of this round. Mm-hmm. So, and the prompt for this and week... And the game, there it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, prompt for this week is, Star Wars was never that good anyway. Morgan, you're positive. Alex, you're negative. I will give you a couple minutes to prepare. There are no facts because it's Star Wars. Who the fuck doesn't know about Star Wars? Go for it. Star Wars was never that good anyway. A Western, but in space? Are you crazy? Who who funded this? That's what I want to know. Because I, it was it's really not that great when you think about it. Uh, everyone looks and uh, everyone's like, oh, the first one, A New Hope. No one really likes that anymore because we look back and go, oh, yeah, it's not that great. And everyone loves Empire, but let me say Empire, not that great. It's just got a couple of twists in there to make you... F- and then it ends with Revenge of the Jedi, everyone least favorite. So why do people like it? Is it all held up on Empire, which objectively only has a couple of good moments in it? Probably not. Uh, I don't know if many of you are aware of this, but um, Star Wars is actually one of those movies that was destined to fail and uh, was came up with the catchphrase, saved in the edit. There's a full documentary about it. So really what it comes down to is some creative editing that has managed to spin this into a movie that is actually watchable and digestible once t- one time over, I would argue. Uh, I personally, my rewatches are very commonly... I'll say it, the prequels, that's what I grew up with, that's what I loved. They're not great, but they have some great moments in there. And honestly, like, my rewatches, if I'm being completely honest, are all the TV shows that I watch those the most. And the original movies aren't that great. It's a silly concept when you really break it down to nuts and bolts. A space western, laser swords, uh, let's not even get into the brother and sister kissing, you know? Like, it's just (laughs) really got a lot going on and I would argue if you release a movie very similar like just maybe swap out a couple of things to make it different enough but it wouldn't be as good so that is my argument and uh, I now pass over to my learned colleague Alejandro what good points there what a load of hogwash that was I tell you what if we're talking about moments in cinematic history Star Wars is uh, you know right up there right up there let's just remember as well when the first Star Wars came out. The first Star Wars came out in 1977, which coincidentally uh, was the last time someone was killed by guillotine in France. Just fun facts here that you learn when you watch Can we Star have Wars. that struck from the record because it's irrelevant? Thank you. Alex, I was going to say, are you saying they're related? No. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, actually, I was getting to there. Uh, basically, Star Wars you know, ended the guillotine. It ended the use of the guillotine. What a barbaric <laughs> way to kill someone. They're like, oh, I was gonna, go, I was gonna kill you by the guillotine, but then this new film, Star Wars, came out and gave me a whole different, you know, shape and identity. Now, it started a whole other, you know, it propelled a whole other genre of cinema that hadn't been seen before. You know, this was science fiction. All this um, science fiction did exist. I'm I'm not, you know, did exist before, but it catapulted it into a whole other new domain. You've got all the, uh, you know, advancements in visual effects were because of these films. If you look at them over and over again, 
they just, uh, you know, what are you washing the dishes, Zach, with your hand? What, what's going on there? No, I was trying to visually tell you to wrap it up. Oh, I so see. Sorry, I wouldn't interrupt see, your I flow. Uh, I did so, this to Morgan you know, as well, but now at, we're going to leave this in here. <laughs> if we're looking at landmarks of cinema, Star Wars uh, firmly, firmly, firmly stands amongst those landmarks. Okay. All right, Morgan, uh, your rebuttal. Uh Alex, I think what you're, you're misconstruing uh, a, a good movie with a movie that came out at the right time. So this movie came out at a good time to make use of visual effects. And I will say the visual effects are outstanding. And maybe that, along with some of the editing, make them watchable and bearable movies. But as for the actual story and stuff behind it, I think what you'll find is this movie came out at a time where uh, nerds, the nerd subculture, was actually starting to network and branch out. We had these small groups meeting. It actually was the first movie where people felt like they were people were around them were, and we were able to forge connections with other people over a movie. Until then, the nerd subculture had been somewhat isolated. But around this time, we had the means to meet up. There was meetups. There was movie cinemas. So it kind of was the first movie to really connect this nerd subculture. Not that it was a good movie, but it really... And it has that nostalgia feel for a lot of people now. They're like, that's the first movie where I met all these new people and friends. So it kind of has that whole impact to it. And if you take that out, it's really like, if it had come in another time, potentially might not be that good. And we did try it again. We took a break and we tried it again in another time and a lot of people didn't like it. So I think that might be... And you can't argue it's by a different creator. Those movies were by the same person doing the same thing he did before. But maybe now perhaps we, the nerd subculture had already forged those paths and moved beyond that. And now they didn't, they saw for what it was. They were like, oh, it actually is all this vapid over the top stuff. Uh, I also, I did kind of touch on this, but I'll say it again. Visual effects are separate to the film. That is just a something that comes along with the time it was made. If a film truly uses them to its advantage, I think maybe it'll be a good film. But like, you can't just have visual effects and not... Beat write a good story. That's a very Michael Bay move there. And like he's, I wouldn't call him successful, would you? I mean, I call him successful money wise, but you wouldn't call that a pinnacle film for our generations, i.e., Transformers 1, uh, 2, 3, <laughs> 4, and 5. Uh, yeah, so I think my main argument is coming down to it was the right time, right place, and it just came together in that nice way, which has worked out tremendously well for it. Like it's got this whole culture now, it's got this whole identity, but maybe. And maybe a couple of years either way, it might not have had the same impact or effect because if you break it down a little bit, it's not actually that revolutionary or great. It's a bit wacky. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Okay. Uh, Alex, rebuttal. Wacky. Wacky, wacky, wacky. I could not disagree with you more. What is cooler than fucking laser swords, for one? Uh, you know... <laughs> You've got your laser swords, you've got your spaceships fighting, you've got the force. I don't know about you, but every time I, uh, you know, leave the fridge door open and it starts to close by itself, I imagine that I'm using the force to close the, the fridge door. Maybe that's just a little window into my life. Um, but... Are you single? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm just wondering. Just oh, randomly yeah, popped yeah. in my head. <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, now, so there is that. Um... Just a little part of me, not all the time. I feel bad about that. I'm sorry. That hurts. <laughs> that hurts. It really does. Um, now, uh, it sort of distracted me as well. Now, um, now <laughs> back to it. Now, so there's also, you talk about this sort of nerd culture, right, that, that this film tapped into. This is true that it did uh, create this culture, that it fostered this culture, and has brought these people together. You cannot deny that these films have a legacy. Yeah? If a film is bad, 
and really, really bad. You would hope that time would forget these things. Like, who knows what the real shit films were of, like, the 1920s, right? There's no staying power for those films. But when you think of over the years, you think of, you know, cinema, moments in cinema where they're never going to be the same again. Star Wars is one of those things. It has had an impact on all sorts of different facets of life. You've got, uh, you know, spaceship design that's influenced a whole generation of engineers to go, you know, make spaceships. You've got uh, all these people that would create and feel a sense of community because of these films. We talked about the technical achievements of these films. Uh, You know, the storyline, yes, you did say that it was just, you know, your space western, but they've taken that concept and elevated it, taken something old and made it new again. Oh, okay. Uh, Morgan, Morgan, you're closing remarks there. Uh, Something strong. Interesting stuff there, Alex. Uh, Laser swords are cool. So are Transformers. Uh, You can market these movies, sure. Kids love that shit. But doesn't doesn't mean it's a good movie. Like it doesn't mean that everything there is substance. Uh, you know, I'm gonna uh, tackle a big part of your argument now. You talked about legacy, and uh, bad movies don't have as much of a legacy, and that people don't go up and they they don't get dressed. Like people go, they get dressed as Star Wars. They go to the premiere of Star Wars. Uh, Alex, are you familiar with a movie called The Room? Uh, <laughs> yes. Infamous has a legacy. People go and they dress up and they go to these screenings of The Room. It has this legacy and it is, if not, one of the worst movies I have ever watched. So this idea of legacy really isn't necessarily true for a good movie will stand the test of times. Like, bad movies do too for various reasons. Like, legacy isn't always a good thing. You talk about moments in cinema. Kind of my argument, it was a moment in cinema because it brought everyone together, but doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing. I'm sure The Room was a moment in cinema as well when it came out because it was so bad. Uh, you talk about spaceship design. I was actually reading an article the other day that rated all the sci-fis on what their spaceship design was like, and actually Star Wars was very bad. Uh, surprisingly, <laughs> the most realistic one was... Um, What's that? The Expanse on Netflix. That has some very realistic spaceship design in it, apparently. Uh, fun fact, just because okay, I read an okay. article. <laughs> and it just so happened to work within this debate. Uh, you talk about <laughs> elevating... Uh, you talk about elevating the genre when it's all right. Yeah, cool. We elevated the genre. Let's do pirates in space. Oh, I know. Let's do ninjas in space. You can't call it <laughs> elevating the genre when you're just like, we're going to do it in space. You know, you, you feel me? Alex, look at me when I'm talking to you, please. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, put the booze so down. All I'm oh, saying man. is, <laughs> you, you're saying all these things that, like, yes, they can be true for a good movie, but they can also be true for a bad movie. They both have legacies, but I think we'll find that, and I think we are continuing to find that Star Wars really just was not meant to stand the test of time. Like, we keep trying to do it over <laughs> and over again, and it just doesn't work. And it's like, oh, maybe it was never good. The end. <laughs> okay, uh, Alex. Uh, after that well, uh, impassioned speech from Morgan, you you have the honor of closing everything up, wrapping it all together. I love so Go for it. Hit me. So, well, <laughs> well, um, once again, you seem to miss my point. Yeah, I was talking about the landmark in cinema being this sort of turning point. Yeah, that you you think that you think of Star Wars and you think of before Star Wars and after Star Wars. You don't think of before the room and then after the room. Nobody has this sort of alter, you know, 
the entire idea of cinema shifts because of the room. No, no, no. That that doesn't happen with a, with a film like that. But with a film like Star Wars, it most certainly does. Now, with my point about uh, you did make a good fun, you know, reference to the article that you've read. Well done. You found this article. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, too, have found a fact uh, here. The, the first successfully launched space rocket by uh, SpaceX was called, anyone please, anyone know, off the top of the head? Oh, did Kylo the nerds, did the nerds <laughs> name a nerd reference on the rocket? Oh, wow. <laughs> Logan it's says called... as he punches them in the gut and takes their lunch money. <laughs> Fucking nerds. It was called Falcon <laughs> 1 after the Millennium Falcon. So, you know, if we're I mean, you can't corroborate that. <laughs> it's, it's got a whole Wikipedia page about that, uh, and it's footnoted as well. So you know. Um, oh my god! <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the link. Uh, now we. Uh, <laughs> so there's that. Uh, there's also we're talking about. Is it any good anyway? Uh, you talk about it uh, going through some moments. Uh, that you know some films are worse than the others for sure. That no one's no one's commenting on that. But what I will say is my final point that I really think will hammer and cement my message in. With no Star Wars in 1977, you get no Mandalorian. And what sort of world do you want to fucking live in with there's no fucking Mandalorian? <laughs> uh, thanks to this, uh, the, the power and passion that came through in a couple of those moments was very nice. I always like seeing... Morgan uh, go against something he firmly believes in. I think is though it's like I love Star Wars, but I believe that I it's pretty bad because <laughs> I only watch the good so, stuff. Okay, so this this was a being Star Wars uh, Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Don't even I hate that film so much. Specifically, anything to do with pod racing. Everything else about Star Wars sucks. <laughs> Did you guys hear they're bringing back the pod racer game this year? Oh, Remaster oh, sick. PlayStation. That's a great game. That's a fantastic game. Um, I need to do gold. So, look, <laughs> I, no, no, it's fine. I, I hate to do this because I think both of you, <laughs> unfortunately, I think this was actually quite a, a well thought out <laughs> debate. Like, it seemed like you guys were like, no, this is something I care about. Which <laughs> is fucking funny. But um, on that point, Morgan, you, you, you made good arguments, but you kept saying like stuff like, oh, Star Wars sucks. But then you would talk about stuff that... You like about Star Wars, like you talked about the Fa- the Phantom Menace, and you're like, oh yeah, I know that they're bad, but and the movies are bad, but you've got the Clone Wars, and then you didn't really talk about the Clone Wars because I know that you like. The I Clone didn't talk Wars. about the Clone Wars during this debate. That you're taking that from previously when I was talking about it. You got to separate no, no, you yourself. Them. You you did mention them. I, I remember that. He I was like waiting for you to talk about. I said about. the TV shows. Sorry, that's fair. That's fair. You you said the TV shows, and I did say Star Wars. I didn't say the movies. I said Star Wars in general was not that good anyway. So that detracted from you there. Nourish, you got confused. <laughs> For me. As, I was like, as he so does. <laughs> as he so often does. You got distracted and confused. You lost your argument in Morgan's argument at some points. But your points about legacy hit me. I was like, yeah. unfortunately, for as much as I hated the last string of trilogy, uh, the last string of movies and the prequels and stuff, it's a legacy, and, and sci-fi and stuff is, would not be where it is today without Star Wars. So I, I have to give it an Irish. I'm sorry, Morgan. Uh, but Morgan, Victory you is can mine. feel a little, a little better in knowing that Norish now has to put some work into this fucking show. Oh, I was excited. I've got a bunch of ideas for next week. Oh. What? I you can't have any of my ideas now, Alex. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm going to actually delete Alex. my ideas from the document. 
we know you're not, we know you're an incredibly lazy, not busy person. So this should be fucking easy for you to oh, pull yeah. it out your ass and finally get something done. <laughs> I'm so glad you can motivate me uh, like this. Uh, <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the that new us mate to a close. Uh, thank you very much for being part of the new mate debate, boys. I'm, I'm hoping it wasn't too jarring for you. We'll see what happens in the future. Well, I but... won, so that's a bit jarring. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and I and I was hosting. What a fucking crazy world. <laughs> Uh, um, look, yeah, no, thanks for being part of it. If you guys at home liked the new format, please like, please comment, please let us know what you thought about it and all that. Um, and yeah, no, thanks for being part of the new movement. And next week, I'm excited to hear what Norwich has to bring to the table. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I know. How exciting. <laughs> How exciting indeed. Uh, thanks very much, guys. See ya. Bye. Bye. This has been a Spiky Trap Radio production. For more Spiky Trap Radio content, please head to spikytrap.com.